Hey, you guys. All right. It is a new week again. These weeks just keep coming and coming. And I'm sitting here with a protein shake. Um, I wish I was sitting and drinking a protein shake with you or having a coffee or an iced chai or a tea or something. I wish we were together in person because that's honestly like my favoriteest way to connect with people is to just sit with them and be and to hang out and share life. Um, and this week's podcast is going to be a little bit different because I realized in the middle of recording last week's podcast, which was titled Take a Break, um, halfway through, I realized that it stopped recording. I think a call had come in on my phone and it canceled the recording and I didn't know that. So I ended up deleting the podcast and then here we are and it's Monday again and we have a whole new word in focus. <laughs> so I thought, well, these two words really, for me, kind of piggyback on each other. They go hand in hand. So I thought, well, this would be a good week to kind of share with you both concepts at the same time so you can kind of wrap your head around one and then also roll into the other. So we're going to start with take a break and then I'm going to end with believe because our word this week is believe and um, it's a powerful word. It's a strong word. It's a word that I'm really leaning on right now this week with you. And so we're going to talk about that, but let's go back to take a break. And, um, and the reason I want to talk about take a break is because it is important for us, especially as we are always kind of growing and changing. And as we pursue this wholehearted life, we need to make sure that we are um, taking time to evaluate where things are at. And that's going to require us sometimes to take a break um, just to have the downtime, but that also is going to ask us to take a break forever, meaning there's going to be some things in our life that we really need to let go of, do away with, grow from, um, you know, whatever those things are and leave them in the past and go forward. And so we literally are taking a break um, permanently from certain things in our life. And the story starts out that a handful of years ago, it's probably been actually almost a decade ago, I was in the middle of, um, of doing that. I was taking stock of my life and just was not happy with what I was seeing for my own self personally. I think anybody looking around my life would have been like, oh, it's, you know, it's great. It's wonderful. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but inside I was not who I wanted to be. And what happened is I was in my living room. Uh, we have a huge window, like a huge front window that overlooks, um, a portion of our property. We live on an acre here in Southern California. And straight out the window is this beautiful apple tree. And in the summer, these, you know, gorgeous apples grow on the tree. And then as the summer goes, obviously, you know, we pick them or they fall off. Um, and it goes, it ends up being like this little, you know, scraggly tree as it kind of goes into fall and winter. And before it gets its blossoms in the spring. And I was standing at the window looking out and all the way across the yard, there was one apple that was hanging on the tree and it was beautiful. It was like the sun was breaking through the clouds and shining right on this apple. 
Um, but I could see it all the way across the yard. And it was the last apple on the tree, which is, you know, kind of poetic, but it was this last apple on the tree. And I thought, that's so weird. How many times have I been out there to pick apples? And this apple is like sitting there just waiting to be picked. It's like at the perfect height and everything. So I stop everything I'm doing. I walk across the yard. I go to grab this apple. And when you pick an apple, you twist it off the stem. So I went to twist it off the stem and as I turned the apple, the, the side that I couldn't see turned towards me and was completely rotted out on the back side. And it was gross. I, you know, threw the apple down. I was like, ah, you know, and obviously I knew why it was still hanging on the tree. But what was interesting to me, and I think what God really used as kind of this picture moment for me in my life was that Everything may look perfect and wonderful on the outside. Everything may even kind of seem in general to be wonderful. But if we take time to take stock and we really look at all the areas of our life, there's probably some areas that are not thriving and are not doing well. And so I, you know, over the course of a few days, took that you know, picture or that experience that I had and really turned it inward towards myself and thought, what's really going on inside of my heart? And I began to see these things, you know, certain attitudes I had, uh, certain perspectives that I had, um, things that I used to be really, con- you know, convicted about and, you know, wanted to, you know, go and like have a cause for or whatever, I found that I had kind of gotten nonchalant in them. Um, There was just some things that I just was not super proud of or impressed with that were currently going on inside my heart in my life. And so um, I just decided to kind of make a conscious effort. I think sometimes when we want to make some changes, when we try to make them too big all at once, it gets overwhelming and then we stop. And so I just thought to myself, you know what, when I see something that I don't like in my life, I'm just going to make a mental note of it and I'm just going to stop. You know what, I'm going to picture it like a leaf is just falling from my tree. For me, word pictures are really powerful and they kind of help me stay on focus. And so I thought, you know what, if I say something that I don't really like or I notice an attitude I don't really like, I'm just literally going to picture it on a leaf and drop the leaf off my tree and just keep going on about my business. And so I started doing that and I was actually really surprised at how much stuff was kind of coming off my tree that I wasn't even aware of. And it just so happened that that kind of lasted through the whole fall season And then we rolled into winter and by the time winter came, I really had no intention of doing this long of a process to kind of get my heart and, and, you know, my attitude back in check, but it ended up taking a year. And so, you know, through the fall, you know, that I was dropping my little leaves. And by the time I got to winter, oh my gosh, you guys, I felt like the little Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Like I just kind of had these straggly little branches and I just felt um, super bare. I thought, oh my gosh, like there was actually a lot going on in my life that really was not serving me well. How did I even get to that point? How did that happen? 
And so I really spent the winter, I dove into the winter months and uh, kind of started to work through some of that. Like, how did I, how did I get to that place? How did I get to where I was so tired and so burned out? How did I get to a place of, you know, having certain attitudes and perspectives about things that um, just seem to slowly creep in? And I took the winter to just kind of process through some of that stuff and, um, and, and, and when I noticed it, you know, when I, when I would catch myself, I would intentionally try to do something different. You know, if I was saying something, one thing, one example was that our house is really long and I really didn't like that I was yelling from one end of the house to the other to get the kids' attention, like to yell for dinner or if I needed them, I'd yell down the hall. And I felt like it was just kind of putting this loudness in the house that really didn't need to be there. And even if you yell really nice, you're still yelling. And so it's really hard to make a yell sound really nice. So that's just like a minor, a very minor example of the things that I was aware of. And so um, I began to take those extra steps to walk down the hallway and get, you know, tell my kids whatever I needed to tell them. Or I would use the Google Home. We ended up buying a Google Home because I wanted to be able to, you know, if I couldn't get down the hallway and I needed to, you know, call the kids down for dinner or whatever, I could just, you know, do the Google Home or I know a lot of people have Alexa. Um, and so I would just, I began to make those changes. And so that, you know, went through the spring too, and all these new things came up, you know, opportunities come up when you kind of start to let things go in your life and you evaluate and you let them go, you begin to realize you have some time on your hands and then all these new opportunities come. But here was what I learned in the winter. What I learned in the winter was that just because an opportunity comes doesn't mean I'm supposed to say yes. Even if it's a really good opportunity, I really need to take the time to evaluate and make sure that my yes is really truly my best yes. And then to make sure that I don't get too many yeses. One of the things that had happened was that I was saying yes to everything because I love to do everything and I love to be a busy person and my yeses had gotten me way over committed and I wasn't doing anything well. I was tired and burned out. And so as all these new opportunities arose, I really, in the spring, I really was intentional about weighing them against the time commitments, about what it meant for my family, what did it mean for me? Did it really fall in line with what I was purposing to do in this season of my life? And there were some amazing things that I ended up having to say no to, but then there was amazing things that I got to say yes to and actually had the opportunity to not only do them, but enjoy doing them and doing them in the way that I wanted to do them, that I was proud of, that I was able to give the actual time I needed to give to the things I was saying yes to. And then the summer came and it was just one of those amazing summers as a family that we traveled a ton. We were gone almost all summer, connected in new ways. And, uh, and it, it was, it was amazing. And so what I want to share with you is that had I not taken that season in the fall, had I not sat down and really decided to take a break from things, evaluate them, look at them, take a break from attitudes, take a break from, um, commitments, take a break from relationships, all these things. Um, there's a huge blessing that I would have missed out on. 
later in the year. So what does taking a break look like when you apply it to your heartstrings? Because that's really what I did. At the time, I didn't have wholehearted and I didn't have... Um, you know, the five heartstrings to work from. It was actually after, that was the very first thing that happened in my life that kind of started the seed growing to developing wholehearted, which is kind of fun because here we are now. But um, what does taking a break look like in the heartstrings? And so let's start with the spiritual. For me, the spiritual um, taking a break looked like breaking away from some of the beliefs that I had and, you know, whether it was something that I had been taught and just accepted because I never questioned it, or um, maybe it was something that I had been told once and, um, again, never questioned it. Um, I needed to take a break from certain things and I needed to go and figure them out myself. Why did I believe what I believed? Why, 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 why did I, you know, hold certain truths? Why, um, you know, why did, why did I believe in God? What, what are my perceptions of him? What is my relationship with him? And I was not developing a deep relationship with God because there was no time. So I, I genuinely needed the break just to develop a deeper relationship with God to even understand you know, what I was missing in my life. So taking a break spiritually can look like taking a break and actually setting aside time to be with God more. It can look like um, breaking away permanently, maybe from some beliefs that you've had or some thoughts you've had. Maybe you deal with, yeah, I'd love to believe in God, but you know, I have done this and this and this and this in my past, or I'm ashamed of this, this, and this in my past. And those are really powerful things in our lives. And, you know, maybe we feel like we can't come to a relationship with God because of those things. And so we need to break those lies. We need to break away from those false teachings. And we need to remember that Jesus loves us unconditionally, no matter what. And, um, and he's there for us, no matter what. And so it doesn't matter who you are, or what you've done. Jesus wants a relationship with you. So that's what taking a break spiritually can look like in your life. Now, physically taking a break, honestly, um, if I'm just going to be totally, you know, basic and simple, taking a break physically literally means taking a break. Um, we, this society that we live in, we move so fast and we have really kind of shifted our perspective to believe that sleep is a luxury, that it's an extra, that we are supposed to operate on minimal sleep. And that is like one of the biggest, worst things that we could ever um, grab a hold to and believe. Our body was designed to need rest and we need rest and everything functions better when we are rested. Rest is not a luxury. It is not an extra. It is something in my home that we value very much and it's a priority in our home. It's something that we say, you know, you've, you've got to make sure you get rest. You've got to have enough sleep. And you guys, for most of us, that is a minimum. Now I'm just doing a blanket. Most of us, some of us need more. Some of us truly need less, but most of us fall between a seven to nine hour range on a routine basis. Now, of course, the weekends and stuff like that, we all kind of fudge a little bit, but in my house, Sunday night through Thursday night, 
we are we are in bed and we are all getting our sleep and so you guys that taking a break physically in your physical heartstring literally looks like taking a break it looks like going to bed and you have got to make that a priority in your life that's not something that um, you should be willing to sacrifice and it's not an extra it's not a luxury and anybody who tells you that it is is wrong and asking too much of you and I know that's kind of a bold statement, but um, if anybody is telling you that you know you should be getting by on three to four hours and that's plenty, or even four or five hours and that's plenty of sleep, that is not plenty of sleep. And you need to stand up for yourself and make sure that you are getting that rest that you need because it, your whole body, your emotions, your heart, your everything functions better when you are, actually not better, it functions properly Um, when you have the correct amount of sleep every night. Okay, taking a break in your emotional heartstring. You guys, this one is going to sound a little bit funny, but just hear me out as I explain it. So we have a tendency, again, our society, we run so fast that we don't want to take the time to deal with our emotions. And so we take those emotions and we stuff them or we ignore them or we deny them. Um, We feel them, but we just, you know, do anything and everything we can to get rid of them. And what happens is that actually creates bigger emotions, deeper emotions, and makes those emotions continue to go on and on and on. So how do you take a break emotionally? Taking a break emotionally looks like stopping recognizing your emotions when you're feeling them. And we've had, you know, another podcast about this, but truly sitting in and recognizing the emotion when you're feeling it, letting your mind, your heart, your soul, your body work through that emotion and then picking up and continuing on. That's how you get to take a break from your emotions because you literally get to experience the experience, and then you move on. Whereas when we have this tendency to stuff, you guys, we're not getting a break at that point. When we are stuffing, hiding, ignoring those emotions, all we're doing is actually making them linger there longer and longer and longer. And the longer they linger without being addressed, the worse they get. And so we need to take a break and identify our emotions when we're feeling them and work through them. And when you actually work through the emotion, it ends up not uh, you know, it, it doesn't take you down the way you think it will take you down. So I think a lot of us are fearful that, you know, if we are sad, we're just going to stay sad forever. And when you really acknowledge the fact, okay, I'm sad. Here's why I'm sad. This is what happened to me and I'm sad. And you let your, you let yourself work through that emotion. You, you acknowledge it, you respect it, you, you see it in your life. And then you move on past it and it's done. And you've been brave to deal with it. You've, you're going to be stronger at the end of it. And you're not allowing your emotions now to run your life. Because you are managing them. When we don't manage our emotions, they just run rampant everywhere. Okay, taking a break mentally. That one is pretty simple. You, you guys probably don't even need an explanation on this one. But I will say 
that it is a hard one for us because we, again, have been taught to believe that, you know, enjoying hobbies or taking time to do things we love is a luxury or it's something that we get to do when all the work is done. But really what happens when we take time to do those things that we love, maybe it's, you know, taking a walk or doing puzzles or reading books or watching movies or um, doing crafts or projects around the house or photography or singing or theater or I don't know, all, all the things that everybody loves to do. We are feeding our minds and we're feeding our hearts and we're feeding our souls and we're actually letting our brain have a little bit of a break. And, you know, we are such a multitask world and that multitasking is not actually serving us very well at all. And, you know, I am a recovering multitasker. I still sometimes get caught up um, doing too many things at one time. Um, but I really work hard at trying to really focus and I'm trying to get things down to doing one thing at a time. And there is value in that and there's importance in that. And then also making sure that I set aside the time every week to do the things that I love, to restore, to renew, to re kind of recoup um, my strength and energy and all of that. And then last but not least, we have how do we take a break relationally? And you guys, this one is, is a really hard one because there's probably some relationships in our lives that are not serving us well anymore. And, and that's a hard one to deal with. We could probably do a whole podcast just on, you know, how do we take a break from our relationships? But there are, you know, probably people in our lives sometimes that, are sucking us dry. Um, maybe they suck us dry with our time. Maybe they don't respect us. Um, maybe it's a one-sided relationship. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different things. Maybe they're, you know, abusive in some way, shape, or form. And you guys, we really have to make sure that those relationships in our lives are, um, that we take a break from them. And, and sometimes that's going to be a break for a season. Sometimes that's going to be a permanent break. Like we're going to need to take people out of our lives that um, are not good for us anymore. And not because it's, a you know, like, well, you're not good for me anymore. It's all about me. But because you have to truly um, protect your heart and your soul. And, and you, you have to protect who you are. And so if you've got people in your life that are not feeding you goodness then that needs to be evaluated. And, and that's a really hard one to do. I don't say that one very lightly. Um, so you guys, that is kind of what it looks like to take a break in your heartstrings. And I hope that you'll do that. And, and I want to roll us into this week's uh, word, which is believe. And the reason I, I'm you know doing these together is because when we decide to take a break, and we evaluate the things we need to take a break from, it leaves us feeling unsettled. It can leave us feeling unfamiliar, unsettled. Uh, it can leave us feeling uncomfortable. It leaves us feeling exposed and vulnerable. I mean, I remember just feeling like, oh my gosh, who am I now? Like all these things I have just kind of taken out of my life and wow, who, who am I? And it felt uncomfortable, it felt awkward, it felt good in some ways because I didn't like these things, but in other ways it just felt very um, uncomfortable because I had gotten so used to having these things in my life. And so this week's word is believe, and why, why would I choose that word next? 
And the reason is because that word believe is really what you have to do after you decide to uh, you know, take a break. You're taking a break and you have to believe that there is a really big purpose in that break. You have to believe that there is um, goodness that's going to come out of that break. You have to believe that as you go through this, you know, it, it's somewhat of a painful process to kind of look at your life and see the things that you need to take out of your life that you need to take a break from. And it, it feels a little bit scary. And so you have to believe that you're going to be the better for it, that goodness is going to come out of it, that new purpose, that new direction, all of these things are going to come as a result. And so it really takes a lot of believing because you, you're not going to see it right when you do it. And so, you know, you've got to believe that there is a something bigger than you that got, you know, obviously God is way bigger than you and has a huge purpose. So that that's the first and foremost thing you absolutely have to believe. Um, physically, you have to believe in the fact that when you rest, that your body is going to restore and that that rest really is a priority and you've got to believe it's um, believe in its importance and its value emotionally, you know, believing that these emotions are not going to take you over and that they're worth experiencing, that they're worth working through so that you can break free from them, you know, to believe that there's more for you on the other side. And mentally, same thing, like you, it, it comes with so much belief knowing that there is a whole life that's waiting for you to just jump and take that next step, but it can't happen until you've broken away from all of these things that are holding you back. And you don't even know they're holding you back until you take the time to recognize what you need to take a break from. And so I really want you to believe with all your heart that there is so much more out there for you because there is. And as you're in that process of taking a break, believe that what is going to come as a result is so much more than you could ever hope or imagine. And I am walking proof of that. I would have never thought that I would have started wholehearted and gone into coaching and, you know, all the things that I'm doing right now, just beyond, you know, I, I hate school and yet I have two certifications in coaching now. Um, so all of these things, I no idea that all of this was waiting for me on the other side. And I want to encourage you with that word, because if you can hang on to that word and really truly believe that there is more for you out there, it will make taking a break a lot easier. So you guys, that's kind of my heartfelt message for last week and this week. <laughs> so it's a little bit longer than normal. Um, but that's where we're at. You know, that's, I, these words every week that I share with you, um, are designed to hopefully build and build and build. And I, I want to help take you to that next place. I want to help give you awareness of who you are and how incredible you are and how incredibly amazing you've been created. So take the time to take a break and take the time to believe that there is more because there really is. And I absolutely believe that there is an amazing gift waiting for you on the other side.